Listeners, I can't hear myself because my headphones aren't plugged in. You should probably plug those in. God. Amateurs. He even had the cord the wrong way. Restart, restart. Edit this out, okay? Maybe. (laughs) I'll edit you out, you son of a... What are we doing? Okay. Drinking. We're recording. Doing. Yeah, we're recording <laughs> now. Um, <coughs> welcome back, my incorporeal pretties. Pretties. My pretties. <laughs> my, that was a good segue. My incorporeal <laughs> pretties. <laughs> what is what is that? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> That's my drink's clinking around a lot. I, should stop I hear that. your drink. It sounds good. It, uh, Looks good. <laughs> we'll but talk about in a bit about that in a minute. Anyways, welcome back to the Odd Drunk Podcast, people. Um, yes, the it's week four. Week four of Spooktober. Yeah, week four. Episode four, whatever episode it is. Episode nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. You know what that means? Episode twenty is going to be Halloween. Uh huh. It's a good number. Yeah, it's a, it is a good number. Good number. Yeah. You know, when I turned twenty. <laughs> It was one of the worst years of my life. <laughs> because all my friends, including you, already got to go to bars. Oh, yeah. but That's the only reason. But what made up for it was it a pretty is, good year. But. What made up for it, though, is that I think your 21st birthday was probably the, mo- the hardest we ever partied. Oh, yeah. As a group. <laughs> that was... We went hard. I woke up the next morning and looked at my bank account, and I had spent like $140. <laughs> And <laughs> just on not not like your gift or anything like just on drinks and food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I barely spent maybe forty dollars. Oh yeah, because everyone was buying me. Well, I remember we met free shots and everything. You went to Macho's with Tristan before we all met up, mm-hmm. and then when we, when we met up with you downtown. You were already fucking drunk. Well, I already <laughs> because had... there was the ladies at Machos that kept buying you drinks. Well, uh, I got. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay, and then we'll get into the actual episode. But <clears throat> Carlos, he, you know, they did the birthday shot thing. Oh yeah. But instead of just giving me one tall tequila shot, he gave me two. <laughs> and you course. have to wear the luchador mask. Of course, and take Carlos. Shot. That's Carlos. And yeah, style. he gave me two. And then this like older lady that was just sitting there by herself while me and Tristan were messing around. Uh, she was like, "Oh, you're 21." She was like, <laughs> "Let me buy you a shot." So by the time you met up with us, so I had three shots that I didn't even pay for yeah. at the start. <laughs> and then I th- we drank some, you know. I think we had some a couple PBRs, just normal stuff. The normal size PBRs, because I know the Machos Machos has the big ones. They might have been big ones. I think we started with those. Also, disclaimer: there's a freaking dog outside, and it won't stop barking. So you'll probably hear it a lot. And there's nothing we can do about there's it. There's nothing we can do about it. But we don't have the. <laughs> we don't have access to a nice secluded studio. I mean, yeah, we're in an apartment building. Yeah, so we have to put up with this stuff. Deal with it. It'll be fine just for this episode. It will add to the ambiance. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's 
Think of it. It's, it's free effects. Think it's of free. it. Think of it. This this dog. It's not just a dog. It's Toto from Wizard of Oz. Just Which yapping. is another excellent segue. Yep, yapping away. Because the main villain in Wizard of Oz is the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. And tonight we are talking about witches throughout history. <laughs> oh my God, that dog! I was gonna say. I'm so trying to get into it. You said Wicked Witch of the West, and I was gonna say like it was. I forget the actress's name, like Margaret Hamilton or something like that. Something like. But that. I was about to say Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher, the Wicked Witch of the West. Like, also wait, no. known as the Iron Lady. <laughs> like, like, wrong Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, we're, we're talking about witches, and it's because we, we've been talking about Halloween stuff, and we've left out witches all month so far. Dude. And, and witches, they're one of the biggest Halloween icons out there. Quintessential Halloween. When you think of Halloween, you think of jack-o'-lanterns, witches, ghosts, and Frankensteins. Yeah. That's like the classic. Maybe zombies. Maybe zombies, skeletons. Zombies would have also been a good episode topic. I was watching um, some uh, videos today about uh, uh, Romero. What's his name? Um, George A. Romero. Yeah, George Romero. Um, and his his movies. Groundbreaking. Which, groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about witches. Man, I recently, and we'll have to talk about them at some point because I'm so into it now. Recently watched the first two Evil Dead movies. Oh, those are so good. Dude, <laughs> I don't know why it's taken me this long as like a horror guy. I call myself. They're just to watch these movies. I've never seen them before. I've like seen they're bits and pieces. like they're they're in that category of horror movies where they're not that scary, but they're just fun. They're, well, but they're, they're still good horror. They're horror comedies. Yeah. But the first one, it was so weird in that it was. At points, actually scary. Yeah. But then, but it, Bruce Campbell would say something funny. I love Bruce so. Campbell. He's he's one of <laughs> my <laughs> idols. No, uh, there are movies that, despite being comedies and being not that scary, they are still really well done horror. Oh despite yeah. Despite that. And that's Sam. And Raimi. it's it's just a good it's just a good way of showing you don't have to be scary to do horror. And I just started Army of Darkness. Mm. You know, the one where you get sitting back into the medieval ages. I don't think I've seen that one, but I've heard of it. Very yeah. Monty Python-esque. <laughs> I gotta watch that but then, with yeah. Bruce Campbell with a chainsaw and a shotgun. I mean, Monty Python-esque with Bruce Campbell <laughs> with a shotgun and a chainsaw. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But yeah, those movies are amazing. And uh, Evil Dead, you know, it, it features the Necronomicon. They don't mm-hmm. call it that in the first movie, but then they they do in like the second. Movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> I was playing. I mean, the Necronomicon, despite Cthulhu being probably the most iconic Lovecraft creation, I think Necronomicon is probably the most widely used. Oh, that's used in his creation. Think that's used in so many. Different I was playing the video game. I was playing Fable, like a couple months ago. And because uh, it was free to play on the Xbox Game Pass, um, and there's a quest in it. No, it was Fable Two I was playing, not the first one. And there's a quest in it where you have to find the the Normanomicon. <laughs> the Normanomicon. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the completely normal book. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, the whole quest is basically an excuse for you to go to go into a graveyard and kill a bunch of skeletons <laughs> and zombies and stuff. I mean, why wouldn't but you want that? It was a, it was a pretty decent quest. I enjoyed it. You know, good good XP, good way to level up. I like good XP. 
Um, before we start, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Yeah, you go first. Um, I got something. I think I might have mentioned it before that I wanted it. I mean, this type at least. Uh, I think you mentioned it to me, but I don't think you mentioned it on the Maybe podcast. I didn't. I don't know. It all blur- blurs together anymore. <laughs> um, so it's from New Holland Brewing. Mm. And it's orange and purple, very Halloweeny, and it's got a uh, crow on it, and, uh, like in front of the moon. It's a pretty cool design. Cool design, not that too is, crazy. That is, I believe, a raven. Is it a raven? It's got that kind of neck pouch. Oh yeah, thing. it does. It's just not as pronounced as the ones I've seen in real life. Yeah, I I'm, I think it's a they raven, and mains. I'll also tell you why because of the name of the beer. The poet. The poet. And I Edgar think, Allan Poe. I think it's referencing Yeah, it's, a, it's referencing. Yeah. That would be great for Edgar Allan Poe episode. <laughs> I w- yeah. I don't think. Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, we should just do a whole episode on poetry. Yeah. <laughs> just do a, do a slam poetry or like just, just free. Our, f- our favorite poetry. Oh, I thought we were going to do poetry. Oh, we can do poetry people. too if we want. Yeah. I was, thought, I was thinking we'd <laughs> talk about poets but anyways this beer what is it i mean i told you what it looks like what is it it's um oatmeal oatmeal stout Mm. and there's nothing wrong with it i love i love a good oatmeal stout i love stouts in general it's probably my favorite type of beer it's just not a beer you can drink year-round smooth you want to drink it during cold weather and it's starting to get colder out there it is it's monday and tuesday the forecast says it's going to be a high of like 45 degrees we could be getting snow yeah although i doubt the snow will stick Oh, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt the snow will stick past noon. <laughs> yeah, once it gets above freezing, it's yeah. just so hot lately, but it's cooling down. Yeah. It's cooling down, that's for sure. So it kind of finally feels like October. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, for other people in the world, it's probably still in the 90s. You know? My parents in California, they are still there. They're having 80-degree weather. <laughs> See, I don't like that. I like having, I like having seasons. It, That's why I like Colorado. It's so boring and just like, you mean Mexico, but like it yeah. gets boring <laughs> right. and mundane when it's just sunny all the time. Yeah, when or I w- vice versa, if it's just rainy all the time, that would get annoying too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I, I like having the seasons because they break up the year and you just have something different. Exactly. So when, when I was growing up, I grew up in Southern California, and there in Southern California, you have two seasons. You have summer and not summer <laughs> because it's not fall, spring, or winter. No. But it's just it's not like, quite It's as like all the leaves fall off the tree as if it were winter, but it doesn't get cold enough to be winter, but it's not like colorful like fall or spring can be. It just sucks. It's just dreary, <laughs> but it's not cold. Yeah. It's still like 45 degrees. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but, like, and, and then the rest of the year is just summer. <laughs> Which is why summer is my least favorite season. Uh, yeah, if you if you look out there, at least in our area, the leaves, I mean, they've already all changed. Yeah, a lot. Some, I mean, we're past the peak season. We're past peak. I do. I was driving down Third Avenue on Tuesday morning, and uh, I like driving down Third Avenue. So because it has all these trees covering the entire uh, on each side, covering the entire uh, road. Uh, and it has a median down the middle with all the trees down there. So it's just lots of trees. And when you're driving down there, I like that road because during the peak part of every season, you can look up at the trees as you're driving down it, and it just looks like that season. I was driving down oh, it exactly. the other day. All the trees were orange and 
and yellow, and I'm like, that looks we like. We have fall. a lot of yellow ones. Yeah, They're real lot. gritty. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what they are. Although there's this one tree up at Fort Lewis that I swear every year it turns completely bright red. I think I know which one you were talking about. It's over by. Just up there. It's over by the art building, by Jones Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turns bright red every year. Yeah, it's very Those cool. Those are always cool. But let's get to the... Well, what are you drinking, actually? I've got two things here. I've got some box wine, which is left over from last week. Because I did not have any money this week to buy beer. But I promise next week I will. <laughs> but Good I did... I made a cocktail here uh, themed off of uh, today's episode of Witches. Uh, I will post a picture. It's purple. It's very cool looking. Um, it's So it's gin, red wine... Blue curacao, lemon juice, simple syrup, um, grenadine, and a little bit of tonic water. And it's good. Yeah, I tasted some earlier. Yeah. I enjoy it, yeah. What, what do you call it? I call yeah. it Bitches Brew. <laughs> but not after Witches, after Miles Davis. After Miles Davis. This is yeah. named after Bitches Miles Davis. Brew. Because <laughs> I think, I think Miles, da- Miles Davis, even if he didn't enjoy the like, like the taste of the drink, I think he would see it and be like, Bitchin. <laughs> and that's all you want. Just because it was a cool, just, I think it's a cool looking drink. It's all purple. Yeah. <laughs> Purple's the spooky color, right? I think so. <laughs> I mean, Halloween is orange and black, but I think purple is the third color. Purple's the third color, for yeah. sure. And then, like, lime green. But I don't have anything to make Could an orange green. or a black drink. Oh, orange juice. <laughs> I, don't have or- I don't have orange juice. <laughs> oh, no. I gotta go. To, I gotta go to the grocery store tomorrow. So let's get <laughs> let's get to our topic here, witches. So we're gonna be talking about some famous witches, um, witches and witchcraft throughout history. Yeah, and some of the like big like you know fictional ones you know that everyone should know. I mean, we already yeah. mentioned the Wicked Witch of the West. This is kind of a loosey goosey episode. And I know you had something. You had something to say about her. The Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. We will get there. We'll get there? Okay. Because, so I, I didn't really do any research on specific witches or witch characters, except for I did look a little bit into the Wicked Witch of the West, which led me down a rabbit hole just about the guy who wrote Wizard of, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Um. <laughs> well, if you want some context for, but, like, uh, how... Uh, Back in the medieval ages, you know, the 1600s, basically up until the last 200 years or so. 300, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it started was, to die out in the so, 18th century, the whole yeah, witch trial so, thing. But for some context, yes, just watch Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. <laughs> and watch the scene where they debate whether this woman is a witch or not. With Sir Bedivere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> great, the great um, Terry Jones, rest, rest in peace. He died in January. Oh, he did. Yeah. Terry, he, jo- oh Terry Jones, yeah, yeah, I remember he, that. He had, uh, but he had, uh, I think it was dementia for a while, so he was not like doing well. Oh, anyway, so oh, hopefully he's in a better place. But I, I love just watch that whole scene. That will tell you basically the mentality. Of how people deducted if someone was a witch back then. Well, yeah. So what that that <laughs> scene? It's actually not that far off. So the no. scene, this in in the scene 
is the the peasants bring the uh, witch to Sir Bedivere, and which is true. So in that time, it wasn't always the church who was persecuting witches. No, sometimes they did, but mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of time. It was the people. It was the the village that would do that a lot of the time. Um, so they bring the witch to him, and he goes, "Well, let's reason. Is she a witch?" <laughs> and um, and they they he goes, you know, uh, well, why do why do witches burn? Because they're made of wood. Yeah. And what does wood do? It floats in water. So in real life, one way they could tell, they would test if someone was a witch was to throw them into a pond, and see, see, see if they float. <laughs> which is one of the suggestions <laughs> that the peasants make. But the being Monty Python, they take it one step further and they go, "What else floats in water? Ducks." Then, yeah. So King they Arthur see comes if in and says ducks. So they see if she weighs the same <laughs> as a duck, because Monty Python. <laughs> and another detail in that scene I love because it's also accurate to just the mentality of when people were acute, being accused of witches. Is one of the characters I think it's John Cleese in the crowd. He he goes, "She turned me into a newt." <laughs> oh, it was John and, Cleese. Yeah, yeah, and they all look at her and, and they're like, "A newt." And he goes, "Well, like, I got better." I got better. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, there's there's no proof there. He's just yeah. he's just making I'm the looking accusation. At the script right now. It's just <laughs> it's just. Oh, I could do a whole episode on Monty Python. <laughs> God. But that whole scene will set the basis, basically for every witch trial in history. Yeah. <laughs> That's the logic they were. I have with. a lot of information here about <laughs> the history of witches and the middle ages and all that sort of stuff if we want to go there. So you want to get us started? Maybe? Sure. Where to start exactly? So we're talking about witches, the history of witches. So the modern witch, idea of a witch is the Christian witch, right? Yeah. There, there the, were witches in antiquity and in pagan And so from cultures. what I understand the Christian witch... Is someone who worships Satan? Yes. And does rituals. And someone who worships worships Satan. Sacrifices. Um, and that is a very key distinction: is that they are Christian. Um, there were witches in pagan beliefs, but not all those witches were bad. In Christianity, in the Middle Ages, witches were bad. And oh it, yeah. And it came about as a. There, there's actually not a lot of stories or mentions of witches in the Bible. There's a couple times it's me- the witch, a witch I think is mentioned. There's one big one in the Old Testament. Yeah, there's a couple times, but but um, a lot of the uh, culture of witches came from pagan cultures, um, but was adapted into Christianity. Which in the Middle Ages, that was really common to take Christian val- uh, things and adapt it into, you know, either adapt it into Christianity or keep it. In their lives, because these peasants—you mean they, take like pagan things? Yeah, yeah. Because um, peasants were still—they li- still lived like pagans a lot, which. I mean, do you know what the word pagan actually means? We were talking about this. Pagan is a farmer. Yeah. Right. Uh, village it's people. Country folk. Like, yeah, country folk, village yeah. people. It That's just, what it means. Uh, uh, There's that damn rascal that again. Damn. Near left, <laughs> rascal, you. It's, it's him. He's getting closer. He's getting more power. Um, so witches are not really mentioned that much in the Bible, and they kind of. So there's in medieval life, you have to make the distinction between a witch and a wise man or a shaman. 
because the bl the line there is extremely blurry. Fucking dog. Or that fucking dog over there. Or that fucking dog. <laughs> it's a witch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, it, it comes down to, uh, you know, if you were to... Um, if you were, uh, say, a healer in a medieval village, and you were to give someone some medicine, make concoct some medicine for someone who's sick, how are you... A, a doctor or a witch? Most people would consider you to be a witch. Unless you say made if the potion. Unless you made, unless, because if you make it and you make the medicine and you give it to them and say, take this and then go pray three times a day. Then that makes you a doctor. Then you're a doctor, days. but then if you take, then if you don't do that, then you, that might be a potion and you're a witch. Exactly. It's really uh, blurry. And back, yeah, back in the medieval ages and even, you know, back then, a doctor was just as skilled as, like, someone they would consider a witch that's mixing up herbs and making healing. Well, some witches were just people of science that were exactly. accused of things. And, but the reason they were okay is because they worked directly with the church. They worked with the church and, or they were men. And men. I mean, so that's the... Okay, let's address the elephant in the room. The whole witch trial thing and witches and the whole idea. It's extremely... It's, it's very sexist. You can, you can boil a lot of the whole witch trial <laughs> and witch hunt era down to patriarchy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and men not being okay with women having free will. will. Yeah. Um, Basically. You know, the first... During, like, the Inquisition and all the, and the, the height of the... Uh, or the beginning of this whole era starting maybe 1400-ish... Where witches were starting to be prosecuted, the first large group of people, like actual group of people, to be uh, tried for witchcraft were um, midwives. And it's because so back then there was a high mortality rate for women giving birth and for the infants themselves. I see. And in that, in their culture, in medieval culture, before a certain period, I don't know exactly when. I don't study the history of midwives, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, but for context, for everyone listening, I do study medieval history. That's like my thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, so there's a high mortality rate, and men never were in the birthing in the room with women when they were giving birth. So it came became this thing of men are going. You know, there's this high mortality rate, and they're going, they're sitting there going, like, mm, these women in the room by themselves, and my and my children are dying, and the the, the they wives made a deal are dying. You know, so <laughs> and and it's not it's not a coincidence that after the they start persecuting uh, midwives, that men as physicians started becoming more common with helping with birthing. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> because, because they're like, these women are by themselves in this room. and How dare they? And women often die of childbirth. And yeah. What are they doing in there? Yeah. Probably something with Satan. Probably. I mean, that's... <laughs> like, <laughs> I love how they just jump straight to Satan. Yeah. Back um, you, um, you also by have... By the way... Yeah. So the most famous uh, witch from the, the Hebrew Bible mm. is the Witch of Endor. And no, not Star Wars. You mean Princess Leia? <laughs> is she the witch of Endor? <laughs> is Fish? that what the Ewoks Carrie, consider her? Carrie Fisher? But no, the witch of Endor. I mean, they did think C-3PO was a god. That is true. So, 
So it wouldn't be too far out of left field for them to consider Princess Leia a witch. Not too out of left field, no. <laughs> no, but the Witch of Endor is a woman that Saul consulted to summon the spirit of Prophet Samuel in the 28th chapter of the first book of Samuel. Huh. Uh, in order to basically get advice against the battle against the Philistines. Oh, so she's not a malicious figure in the story. Oh, she is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she ended up... I, I forgot exactly what happened, but when he did that, she... She uh, fucked him? I think something bad happened. Awesome. She, like, cursed him and caused him to lose the battle and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Another another thing that you have to keep in mind when the, in the context of witches in history is... So there was the whole thing with the patriarchy and all of that. And also in medieval Christianity, which is where our modern idea of witches really stems from... Um, the idea of uh, being feminine women were was like women were considered to be like their bodies were less pure in the in the eyes of God so they were more susceptible to being corrupted by the devil yeah there were men who were killed and executed for witchcraft oh yeah I, uh, it was something like one in every five witches were the man yeah one in five but it was it was like the that. idea was that women were more susceptible, right? And uh, I was watching a video online. Um, I got some of my information from this video. It's a crash course by, uh, with John Green. Nice. Uh, you can watch on YouTube. They're very good videos. And uh, within the first, oh, is that the uh, one with all like the animations and stuff? It has animations that they're oh. very they're very well produced. We used to watch those yeah. all the time in my history classes. Um, I within and I recommend that video. He has a video on witchcraft, uh, but within the first thirty seconds, I spotted the mistake he made. Oh yeah, because he mentions he kicks off the video with talking about Joan of Arc and how she was burned at the stake for witchcraft. She was not burned for witchcraft. They couldn't get her on witchcraft. Oh, because she was a virgin. And in medieval Christianity. Witches were heavily associated with being sexual beings. Yeah. They gave themselves sexually to the devil. Yeah. So if you were a virgin, you couldn't have been with the devil. No. <laughs> it was impossible. Like you, they, they got her on heresy because I think they tortured her and like, um, <laughs> forced her to confess for heresy. But <laughs> they couldn't get her on witchcraft. Couldn't get her on witchcraft. I heard the story about... The Swedish witch. Ooh. Uh, I had her. I love, she? I love the, is she anything like the Swedish chef? But <laughs> <laughs> just a witch instead? <laughs> Wait, which one? No. Oh, I'm thinking of his assistant. Or no, not his assistant. The scientist. The Muppet scientist. Oh, he's <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the, the Swedish chef did the Herbert 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 Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> problematic. <laughs> but it's so good. Well, anyways, I don't remember her name. But uh, she, uh, there was this big mass hysteria going on in uh, Sweden about witches. And um, she was one of the ones that was accused. And um, she was sent into a dungeon and, and she was tortured for days on it. Oh. And after being tortured so long, she finally admitted to being a witch and dealing with Satan and all that jazz. Um, 
Or no, she she never admitted to it. What they did, they stripped her down. They shaved her. What? Because they were trying to find the mark of the beast on her, oh, basically. And supposedly, and this raises many questions, they found it on her genitals. So she had a birthmark? Yeah. She had a birthmark. Probably that's Probably. what that is. <laughs> well, here's when it really gets fucked up. So... They were executing all these witches, but the primary form, at least uh, in Sweden and, and uh, other European countries, they'd probably do it the same way, where they, you know, they would behead you, and then they would burn. beheading and then burning. Um, but there were that wasn't always the case. There obviously. were a lot of hangings, a lot well. of hangings that was, and burnings. Yeah. Um, but in her case, they opted. There was a majority vote done to burn her alive. Ah. Uh. That, see, that's and not as common as people, as pop culture would make you think. Burning no, alive. and uh, this was actually the last case in which they would burn someone alive <laughs> for execution in Sweden. At oh, least. wow. But, uh, and even, like, even the executioner and stuff thought that was too brutal and thought they should at least, like, knock her out first <laughs> by, like, prodding her with hot irons. Well, and did stuff. you know, so in, the, in a lot of these uh, where they would torture people to confessing, it was the executioner who would do the torturing, <laughs> and then he would execute them. So yeah. there was a, a big port, like, part of the accusing someone of the witch was pretty much just the executioner just doing all the work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the, the, uh, well, anyways, she, they opted to uh, put a bag of gunpowder over her head to, like, make her pass out faster, I guess. How are you going about? I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning was. Interesting. Exactly. But they um, they claimed that she did not make a sound as she was getting burned alive. Oh. Which is really weird. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of stories about that in, from that time period of people being burned. And that she but even... And, like, no, being, like, even before her execution, like... She mounted the pike and like she was not scared at all. There, there's fearless. a lot of stories from that era. People say being burned, but not like showing that they're in pain. But the thing, the funny thing is, is that a lot of these stories are about saints, not witches. Yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, the you know we talk about the Middle Ages and witchcraft, but really. And yeah, this all happened during what's called the Great Noise of 1668 to 1676. Oh. And as we know, the Salem witch trials, they happened, what, in 16... 16 between 16, February 1692 and 1692. May 1693. So, that was a very popular, like, so, well, era. It was a popular... So, so, if you look at... So, despite the events like the Salem witch trials, um, America was not big on burning witches and killing witches. No, so, um, in the Salem witch it was, trials, it was they really actually... Europe was really Europe. Um, they were comparatively way more civilized than... Yeah, European um, and it was it was more common in Europe, um, but also by the time of the Salem witch trials, the late 1690s, people were the the witch hunt era was dying down, as well. Yeah. So it, the witch hunt era is kind of from about 1450 to about 1750, but by the late 1600s, there were um, because of uh, and the early 1700s there was because of resurgence. Uh, uh, a surge in like enlightenment thinking and scientific reform as well as religious reform because mm -hmm. people were 
during the Middle Ages, people were paranoid about the devil. Oh, yeah. But by that time, this time, people were less... Um, they held less of a view that the devil was actively fucking with you in your everyday life. So there was... You know, governments like in France in the late 1600s, they created laws that basically um, treated witchcraft rather than treating it as heresy. It was treated just as fraud. So you would be tried the same way as a con man. No, yeah, you would still be tried on Like, it's something you could be tried on. You, would, you, could, <laughs> you could still be tried on it, but you weren't tried for heresy and witchcraft. You were yeah. tried for fraud. Yeah. Um, and even at some point, uh, you know, a government started putting... A, bounties and warrants out for arrest of witch hunters because they're like you oh, can't take the yeah. law into your own fucking hands well yeah they're vigilantes yeah <laughs> um, also so that uh, Swedish witch I was talking about her name was um, Malin Matt's daughter I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing Malin it Matt, right. Matt's daughter <laughs> Malin Mott's daughter. I don't know how to pronounce I it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Correct me if, if there's I don't, any Swedish listeners. I don't know how to pronounce Swedish. <laughs> but she, uh, so her daughters actually reported her. They're like, uh. my mom, our mom is crazy. She's talking to <laughs> Satan in the attic or whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, same. Right? No, <laughs> no and I they hope my, actually, I hope my mom's not listening to this. They helped with her, they helped, like, Get her executed, basically. They persuaded the people that she was really a witch. And um, she... uh, So, during her execution... So, they... uh, So, yeah, she was judged guilty uh, for witchcraft, of course. Of course. And uh, so, yeah, there was a huge debate on how they would execute her, and they eventually decided to burn her alive and which is really brutal uh, and even so the commissioner doctor I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name Urban <laughs> but <laughs> he suggested that she be tortured with hot iron prior to the execution so torture a little bit of course well and then execute well did they torture her bef- well, the after, she, after they decided she was reasoning a reasoning is that she would be knocked Knocked out. Oh, I see. <laughs> and she wouldn't feel the pain of the fire. Uh, so... Okay. <laughs> and, you know, all the priests and stuff said, oh, she should suffer so she can know the real... Uh, <laughs> the, the wrath of God. Like, people need to know that you don't yeah. do this. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she was giving a bag of gunpowder around her head to make her death quicker. Well, you know, there is... I guess if you inhale that, don't yeah, knock it out, yeah. There was a lot of, you know, torture, p- torturing witches was so common. There was, there was one example I found of, uh, I might be mispronouncing this, um, Paula de uh, Egoliz. Um, she was a, um, African, uh, I don't remember if she was originally a slave, that was not anymore, or she just lived... Was she was like she, a voodoo? She lived in Spanish Cuba. And she was a healer. She did have, she did heal people using practices from her culture that she learned in Africa. But she did so in a Christian context. She went to, she was a devout Christian. And she was accused of witchcraft. And she well, was really, tried, she was r- tried three times. So voodoo, really, it's just. Um, well, she wasn't voodoo. No, but, but voodoo is often. 
it's seen with a bad lens. It's seen as yeah. a cult. It's witchcraft. It's, it's not good. But really, it's just West African religions with mixed with Christianity yeah. that slaves adopted and also mixed in with like the traditions of indigenous people that they yeah this was in 16 this was in 1624 okay i don't know if voodoo was um solidified as a thing yet i don't know the history it was definitely starting i mean yeah there was proto voodoo but voodoo as like a definitive thing i don't know i don't know the history of voodoo i mean voodoo's really it's Voodoo's like jazz. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, vo- it's just, just a mixing of things that they adopted. <laughs> I mean, that, um, these slaves, uh, you know, when they were shipped to America, they adopted all these different cultures. Obviously, yeah. they were taught to be Christian. That was already there. And then they learned things from the native peoples, and then um, they brought their own culture in, and that became what is known as voodoo. So, but then, so yeah, like jazz. And then white people... <laughs> They <laughs> tried to say make voodoo out to be a bad thing when okay. it was really just the word for this mixing of culture. So yeah, like jazz. Yeah, like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but so she was tried for witchcraft three separate times. The first time, and I don't remember. I don't remember what happened the second time. But the first time she was basically uh, um, sentenced to like whip lashing. She was tortured. Um, and Brutal. finally, the third trial, she Brutal. was she finally she actually confessed to well, working okay. with to working with the devil, and she was tried, she was um, condemned, we... she was sentenced to death, but then she escaped the death penalty. What? Due to popular support, the people stepped in and said, "Hey, no, we like this lady. Oh, her, that's awesome. Her shit works." We don't want her to die. See, usually the people be like, yeah, yeah. burn her. She's a witch. That's extremely <laughs> rare, but it happened That's in this crazy. case. The people stepped in and said, like, no, we don't want this lady to die. Well, here's we the like thing. Her. Think about this. You're accused of being a witch, and you're like, obviously, that's bogus. That's not real. Yeah. But, or maybe it could be. Well, let's not get into that. But you're accused of being a witch. You're tortured for hours upon hours, maybe even days. You're probably going to admit you're a witch at some point. Yeah. Just to try to escape the torture and the pain. Well, there's also like, like even if you're executed, that's better to mean tortured. There's over also over. examples like the Salem witch trials, where the the way they, the the way the Puritans worked, was they valued over over the truth. <laughs> they valued the concept of admitting it and repenting. Yeah. So in the Salem witch trials, they basically said like, admit you're a witch and repent, or we will hang you on the terms of you refusing to repent. Yeah, and with the like, <laughs> with the sweetest witch, Malin Matt's daughter, she um, she was apparently given the option if she would repent and admit to it, they would just cut her head off. You know, I also I also want to uh, but mention she didn't. She that never did. in Europe, even though the church and the you know hunted witches and accused people and even tortured them the church rarely ever actually executed anyone what they would do is they would torture someone get them to confess condemn them and yeah. then turn them over to the authorities well yeah they would and then they would basically get like it started yeah and then the hysteria. state would take that confession that uh, them being condemned and sentence them to death on the basis of 
either treason or um, uh, conspiring against the state. Yeah, and that they, was typically the official the reason church, people were executed. It would be the church that really feeds into and causes the mass hysteria. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, well, the the so apparently the era of witchcraft started around 1450, which coincides very coincidentally with the invention of the printing press. Hmm. And what? <laughs> uh, the printing press played a huge role. Because you can spread and, the news of witches? Yeah, I mean, well, so, I don't know, in your research, if you came across the Witch's Hammer or the Malus Maleficarum, which is a book, um, came out in 1487, that is basically like a guide of how to identify witches. It was the second best-selling book in Europe next to the Bible for <laughs> several years. Oh, I bet people, they would have that in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like their main books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the printing press played a big big role in it. In so, another famous so-called witch is yeah. Agnes Sampson. Agnes Sampson. She's a... Sampson? Simpson? Samp? Sampson. She was a Scottish midwife and healer. And uh, around the 1590s, early 1590s. Of course, midwife and healer. <laughs> Two combinations, <Which>? no good. <laughs> well, anyways, King James the Sixth of Scotland, Okay. he uh, he recently made a trip and married uh, his new wife uh, from Denmark, Anne. Mm. Yeah. Prince Anne. Now she's queen. Queen Anne. And yeah. Queen Anne, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, he... He met her, and he apparently, while he was in Denmark and Norway and all those areas in Scandinavia, he saw a lot of examples of witchcraft and witches and just dark magics. And apparently, after that, there was this huge storm that befell his shit on the way back to Scotland, hmm. and he blamed it on the witches, on witchcraft. Oh. Well, anyways, <clears throat> dozens of people were accused of being witches at this time by King James and his government, basically. So and, uh, when, when, when was this? This was 1590. 1590 through 1592. Okay. I, and, was main, uh, I was mainly asking because basically, so Queen Anne, if it's the Queen Anne I'm thinking of, is what the Queen Anne's Revenge was named after. Might have been. I thought um, she was a... But I thought the one he was talking about was a Spanish queen. Uh, yeah, I think you might be right, because the Queen Anne's Revenge... Well, uh, Edward Teach was a British sailor. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Before he became known as Blackbeard. But the, pirates. The, I love pirates. The Queen Anne's <laughs> Revenge was a 1700s ship. Seven, yeah. Like 1710 type of thing. So that's well over 100 it years It was like after. a galleon, wasn't it? Uh, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the uh, it was a pretty badass big ship. He had one of the biggest ships out of all the pirates. Did you know they found it? Yeah, they did yeah. off the shores of um, South Carolina, South Carolina, or yeah. North Carolina. I don't Around remember there. the Around Carolinas. There. The Carolinas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they actually they actually have the yeah. actual ship still. Yeah, Blackbeard was a badass, but we're not yeah. talking about pirates. Okay, yeah. we're that talking was about a side witches. tangent. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Agnes Sampson, she was one of the seventy people accused of being witches and some of them were men and a male witch as we know is a warlock our wizard mostly yeah, a warlock there's a distinction between warlocks and wizards that, i feel like wizards have a more positive connotation see see that that's that's the that's a uh, in modern culture warlock is like 
male was wizard type of thing. Went male male witch. witch. Back then, they were all just witches. Just witches. And this this is again where the line of what witches and what other things are is really blurry because so you know the trope of like the court wizard. Yeah. That was a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why were Weren't they th- like mathematicians or like? Yeah. So like, why was a well, they also did magic and shit. But, like, why was a court wizard allowed, but a witch wasn't? So, like, David Blaine, you think he'd be pretty popular back in medieval times? Or would he be a witch? It really depends <laughs> how he played his cards. Yeah, exactly. Um, no pun intended. Uh, but, but, I mean, but I, I mean, I think it comes down to the fact that witches are Like, so if David Blaine went up to a, just a regular peasant in medieval England yeah. and, like, threw a frog up. He would probably be burned at the stake shortly after. Possibly. I, I, maybe. Because <laughs> that's his thing now. David Blaine, if you're listening He'll to this. He'll swallow frogs and then throw them back up. David Blaine, if you're listening to this, if you ever time travel back to medieval <laughs> And England, he recently did this thing. You know, be careful, dude. He recently did this whole crazy stunt where he had all these big balloons full of hydrogen because hydrogen's cheaper than helium, apparently. Okay. And he had this rig. That's not dangerous because that's definitely not what they did. Definitely made not Zeppelin, flammable. Zeppelins out of. <laughs> but he had this whole rig. But he didn't. It wasn't a hot air, hot air balloon. He had this whole rig where he would simply be lifted by the balloons. And okay. He had no control over it. And he had this rig set up where he had his uh, parachute backpack hooked up within the balloons. He, instead of just wearing it from the start, he was like, "No, I want people to think I'm just holding on to the balloons and going up." Oh, I see. And then once he got up to 24,000 feet, no big deal for David Blaine, I guess. Then he he got the parachute down precariously from the balloons, and then he skydived off. I, I had to just look. And it's a real stunt. It, they recently did it. Uh, they did it on YouTube like That's a couple months cool. ago. That's pretty cool. I like David Blaine. I had to I had to look up this up right the name of this guy. Um Right here, because you were he telling me that, crazy and I'm thinking that's some Chris Angel shit. Um, and I had yeah, to, him and Chris Angel. I had to look up Chris Angel because I couldn't remember his name, and I'm like, he's David Blaine, but goth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris Angel did, does a lot of the death-defying stuff. Yeah, David Blaine, he he uh, he mixes like regular like card tricks and magic with like crazy stunts. He tries yeah, he to, does like, his share of crazy stunts, but he also does just straight up street. But magic. he tries to make the crazy stunts seem like magic, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he's Chris, pretty crazy. Chris Angel's whole thing is he just does crazy stunts that look like magic. Yeah. I remember he did the thing where he went to the top of the, what's the pyramid in Las Vegas? The, the, the hotel. I don't know. It's. Um, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but he went to like the top of that and like did the, like he was floating off the top of that. Yeah, which. Huh. Yeah, he's a strange guy. <laughs> well, what I love, and I'll. <laughs> I'm going to stop. But what I love about David Blaine, a lot of his tricks aren't magic. It's just because he was on a Joe Rogan recently and he had Joe Rogan put an ice pick through his arm. And he was like, also, he was like, I just want to mention this ice pick has been used before. So it's not as sharp as it used to be. Oh, Jesus. So you might have to push it with a little more strength. Uh. And Joe Rogan was like, how do I know I'm not going to hit an artery or a nerve? And David Blaine was just like, oh, you're a smart guy. Just... Just, out. Just, <laughs> just figure, just fucking do it, dude. Yeah, it's just crazy what this guy will do. Uh, I like David Blaine, and he loves it. 
Yeah. No, <laughs> if, if David Blaine went back to medieval times, I mean... I, I think could see him being like a court wizard, but I could also see him in a way... It depends If how he you... was smart enough to frame it in a way <laughs> where he's holy. Mm-hmm. Where he's in line with the religion. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the main difference between like a wizard and a witch is like a witch is in cahoots with yeah, the devil. Yeah, because usually a wizard is a positive thing. Yeah, which is in because you think of like Harry Potter, you think of like Dumbledore, Gandalf. But like, if you read, good guys. if you read, I'm taking a, a course at school right now. That's uh, one of the several medieval history classes that I've been taking more recently, and where we've been reading a lot of uh, hagiographies. Hagiographies are biographies about saints. Okay, but they're not exactly the same as biography because they're like, religious. Right. So there's differences there. But there's things that saints do in these hagiographies that are like, that's magic. Yeah, if they weren't a... (laughs) Well, yeah, it's at least considered to be magic. Like, that's fucking magic. Like... (laughs) Uh, So anyways, so (laughs) back to Agnes Sampson. Agnes Sampson. Well, she, um... You know, they were all tortured and stuff to get confessions out of them. And, uh, well... She, uh, oh, she was tortured in some bad ways. Do you want me to tell you? Um, sure. <laughs> so apparently she denied all the charges against her. She's like, I'm not a freaking witch. As a reasonable person fucking reasonable would. Reasonable person would. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, one of the charges she was accused of is that, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was called Halloween at this time. It was probably like, oh, Hallow's Eve or that. Some yeah, kind of druid thing, but that was even way back before this. Yeah, but I hear so many. Apparently, ma- she I hear attended so a witch's. Ma- <laughs> she attended a witch's coven on Halloween night, mm. that to help create that storm. That the king had to deal with on the ship. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, so I, I hear so many different conflicting things about the origins of Halloween, like which pagan holiday it comes from. Is it all Hallows Eve? Oh, it's... Or is there's a Celtic holiday? I don't remember the name of it. There's that, Celtic origins, Druidic origins. I think the reality um, is it's just a combination of a lot of them. Because, it, oh, yeah. Because Halloween is around the time of... It's a time, it's a time of year that people are celebrating shit. And it's before like, <laughs> it's before the winter. It's before, like, um, you know, fall back and everything. When yeah. It's dark longer. It, and the whole it's just point a time, of, it's a time well, of year there's a lot of festivals. The whole point of Halloween and, like, the jack-o'-lanterns and stuff, the jack-o'-lanterns are supposed to ward off spirits. Yeah. Demons. They're supposed to scare them off, like gargoyles. Yeah, That's but continue with, the, continue with the torture. Uh, yeah, the torture. Um, <laughs> so after being tortured a lot, she, uh, so one of the things they did, they stuck four prongs in her mouth. Okay, how did this work? <clears throat> and then, she, okay. S- uh, sleep deprived and exhausted by being bound in a witch's brittle. What's that? An instrument that inserted four prongs in the mouth and was attached to the wall. Oh. Let oh. me look this up. Fun. <laughs> so would you, like, hang off the wall on your mouth? Maybe it holds your mouth open? Yeah. Whenever I go to the dentist, that's super uncomfortable because they get you to open your mouth so wide beyond yeah. what you think is possible. Oh, my God. Like, and, like, when you go numb, it opens up even more. Yeah. 
It kind of reminds me of that when they're sticking everything in there. That's why I don't like going I can to just the imagine dentist. like a dentist, like in a horror, like if there's a horror movie about a dentist, he's like numbs your mouth and he goes, I'm going to open your mouth down. So just like pulls your jaw down. A skull's brittle, <laughs> sometimes called a witch's brittle, a branked's brittle, or simply branks, was an instrument of punishment as a form of torture and public humiliation. The device was an iron muzzle and an iron framework that enclosed the head, although some brittles were masks that depicted suffering. <laughs> uh, it would uh, it would slip uh, okay it would slid into the mouth and either press down on top of the tongue as a compress <clears throat> or used to uh, raise the tongue to lie flat on the wearer's palate hmm. uh, this prevented speaking and resulted in many unpleasant side effects for the wearer including excessive salvation and fatigue in the mouth so it would just like keep your mouth open like uncomfortable uh, yeah oh. uh, that's Interesting. So they did that to her. And I, I'm surprised they thought she would be able to speak when that was in her mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> what were they thinking, right? Put that in her mouth and they go, confess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going, ah. No, it's really, it's a sad story. But anyways, for, for all these women and stuff being accused of being witches just because they were different. <laughs> and yeah. she was actually like a famous healer. She helped a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's a common thing too. But she uh, eventually <clears throat> she confessed to being allies with Satan and conspiring to kill the king. Wonder why? She probably was just like, well, they're never gonna believe me if I say I'm not a witch. Right. They're just gonna keep torturing me, so I might as well say it and then get executed. Because <laughs> damn, because so <clears throat> she was hung and burned. Oh. And apparently her ghost haunts the halls Ooh. of the old castle. And she's shaved. So I've got it something here. It specifies that she's shaved. I've got something here that I want to mention. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. Um, and it's not, I just I, I came across this. I've learned about it before. I oh, you came across something, huh? Um, and it's, it's not which one. <laughs> But I can connect it to witches. Though. Okay, can, just find a good way to connect I'll it. I'll connect then. it. So <laughs> there's estimates that between 1650 and 1800, that between 50,000 and 100,000 people were tried for witchcraft in Europe. Um, How many? Between 50,000 and 100,000 people were tried for witchcraft. Like throughout history? In Europe, between, Europe? Six, between 1650 and 1800. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, only a solid 150 years. 250 years. 1560. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, 1560. I thought you yeah. said 16. Um, but, and the reason we're able to have these numbers is because mo a, a big chunk of sources we have from the Middle Ages and from you know, that era are legal documents. So when someone was being tried there would be a legal document. Right. Um, which brings me to this really fun uh, example. Fun. Torture. I, I just wanted to... Well, there's no torture involved. Okay, cool. Um, no, it should be fun. It's, it's actually pretty fun. <laughs> hey, guys. Just to know, if there's no torture involved, it'll be fun. So in 1730... So it's still even in the time, same time period. Okay. We're talking about um, with witches. <laughs> uh it's this thing, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I, I want to bring it up because I encourage everyone who's listening to look this up and read about it. 
Um, it's called the Great Cat Massacre. I think I heard about this. Was it the cat burnings thing? No cats were burned. Okay. Um, Good. Basically, the, the sum of this entire thing was that there was uh, a guy who worked with a printing press and he lived in the same building and there was a cat it was like his wife's cat or something like that and the cat was really fucking annoying so he like as they are sometimes so he uh um (laughs) this is the summary so in 1730 in Paris two apprentice printers staged a an official trial for their master's cats Condemned, and condemned them to death by hanging and carried out the sentence. And then they went on a spree of taking cats to trial and condemning them to death. <laughs> and actually had trials. Right. This was not a, I fucking and hate this, this was cat. This coming from taxpayers' dollars. Yeah, this, this, was, not a, this was not a, I hate this cat, I'm going to kill it. This was, they put it on trial and sentenced it to death, and then hung it. Oh my God! And they did this to a bunch of cats. <laughs> and we have, we have. I mean, it's so sad that they were hung. And because it was, but... a, because it was a legal trial, we have the documents from the trial. No. They are still. We still have the documents. We know this happened. And where was this? In France, in Paris. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining a French guy like with a cat. So I have a. So I, I found a BuzzFeed one, but it sucked because it was just pictures. That's BuzzFeed. Buzz so feed as does. we go on, I'm going <laughs> to do this quiz for you. Okay, okay. We're going to Qu- figure out what which you are. Quiz time. Too. Ooh. The Holy Bible. I'm hope, I hope I'm the one from ho- one of the ones from Hocus Pocus. The Hobo- okay, what is the Holy Bible to you? The truth and the light, a collection of myths and stories and nothing more, misogynistic politics and dogma designed to keep free-thinking people oppressed, are a collection of timeless fables and parables rewritten to fit one cultural storyline. Well, I don't think the Bible itself is made to oppress people. I think it was just used, used that way. To I people. think it's a collection of myths and stories and nothing else. Okay. But it was just used in a way to oppress people. <laughs> this next one. Well, I'll, I'll do these for you, and we'll figure out what you are at the end. <laughs> okay. I'll pick what I think is best for you. You're going to just pick what I think? you think yeah. is best for me? Well, what's the next one? Well, I already did that one, but... <laughs> what type of what? questions are these? <laughs> Wait, why is it asking political questions? What does that have to do with witches? Okay, I'm not doing this quiz anymore. I, I don't want us to go down that rabbit fucking hole. Fucking BuzzFeed. Find a different question. Okay, we'll do the BuzzFeed one. <laughs> but it's just pictures. Ah. Oh, this one isn't... Wait, this one has some words. <laughs> Okay, ask me the word, answer where you think is appropriate, and ask me the words when there are words. Okay, so what's your magic name? So your first name plus Raven Sorrow, Whitefire, Dragon Spark, Crow Scribe. Those are your options. Colton Crow Scribe. That works, yeah. That's, that's cool, that's cool sounding. Makes me sound like a uh, poet. Pick an element to base your magic on air, fire, water, or earth. Um, well, that just sounds like a last airbender question. And I'm gonna, so I'm gonna think of it in that context. And I think out of all the uh, fire airbender uh, abilities, I think I would want earthbending. Earth? 
Yeah. I mean, we can practically do that right now. I saw this. Just throw rocks at people. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this Onion article that was um, uh, tenants are disappointed that their so-called landlords can't even earth bend. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something. Because yeah. they're landlords. Uh, so pick a place to do your magic. A cemetery, the beach, a forest, or the kitchen? Definitely the kitchen. <laughs> That's so you. Like I mean, the, you do your magic over there. The get them. Make some, your make some cocktails. What potion are you making first? One that helps heal the pain of a morning heart? One that makes whoever drinks it have seven consecutive bad days of luck? One that removes negativity from the body? One that imbues the drinker with the ability to find lost objects? So I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to, because I can't see the quiz. It's on your screen. I'm going to take it out of context on an, completely on purpose. And say that when the by uh, fix a morning heart, I'm gonna assume that means morning like the time of day, which means like a Bloody Mary. <laughs> so I'm gonna pick that one. I mean, to me, that means fixing a hangover. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> choose a familiar a raven, snake, hedgehog, or a cat. I think you know what I would choose a raven. Raven, yeah. Ravens are the fucking shit. Cats are cute and all. What will you, what will you name? You're familiar. Archimedes, Lucifer, Omen, Hex. Those are your options. I mean, I, think I, I don't think I would name it any of those, but Archimedes is pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> I think if I had a raven. Lucifer. <laughs> I, think, just so I think if I um, had a raven, I think I would name it Michael. I was thinking of Irwin. Irwin is a pretty me. good name for Irwin. I like that. <laughs> that might be a better chicken name. Oh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't name it Michael. I changed my mind. I would name it Bill after Bill Murray. Yes. I would name my raven after Bill Murray. Not after Bill. I'm trying to think of another Bill. Yeah. Bill Barr? Bill, Bill Burr. <laughs> Burr? Not after him? No, although I do like Bill Burr a lot. <laughs> He's pretty good. Okay, so pick the symbol that calls to you. I'm just going to pick it for you. I think you like that one. Okay. Choose a crystal or stone to aid you in your spells. Lapis, Luzuli. That one's in Minecraft. I'm going to yeah, go with that one. Minecraft. Yeah, let's just go with that one. Mi I mean, these other ones are in I Minecraft, too. I, but <laughs> I don't need to hear that. Uh, choose a wand. <laughs> I think you would like this one. Okay. I trust your opinion. <laughs> Lastly, pick a house. <laughs> uh, not too big Not too big Not too big but kind of nice That's where I'm gonna So I got one that's like a big mansion So that's off, off the, I, And then yeah. I have another one that's a big mansion But it's like Victorian Like creepy looking No, no, that's not my style And then I have another one that's just like a hut <laughs> And then I have another one that's like a mansion But it's like secluded in the forest Okay, maybe at a Those are your options there Okay, those all suck I mean, they would be great, but imagine... Maybe like, maybe that one that's like the plantation one. So the bottom left? The bottom left. That kind of reminds me of like a plantation house. It does look like... It. <laughs> I, I suppose that's this kind of... amazing. A, uh, that's kind of a cool style. So I know one of these answers predicted this result. So what type of witch you are? I mean, what type of witch you what are you? What type of witch me am? <laughs> BMI. <laughs> am I? Am <laughs> I? Colton, you are a kitchen witch. <laughs> a kitchen witch. Magic is a part of your day-to-day -day life. Wow. You might not be casting spells that alter the course of the world. No, you're usually found in the garden gathering ingredients for a successful spell. 
are in the kitchen cooking up some simple but powerful love potions. Roofies. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be cooking no roofies. My love potion. I don't know. When I hear love potion in the modern context, I think that's roofie. just a roofie. Yeah. <laughs> or a romantic. Quaaludes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Cocaine. Well. <laughs> Get everyone in you the You always mood. just jump the cocaine. <laughs> I, I think if I were in the kitchen and I was a witch, I would not be cooking no love potion. I'd be cooking a romantic dinner. And that's my love potion. That is your love potion. And alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so, roofies. Yeah, okay. They don't have to have Good. roofies. Well, we're, it's assumed. <laughs> so, okay, back to some big witches, some famous <laughs> historical uh, witches. Yeah. So, Tituba, or Tituba. I don't know how to pronounce I've heard her. that name. So, she was one of the first to be executed during the Salem witch trials. Hmm. And the first to actually admit to uh, practicing in witchcraft. And she was... Uh, she was not killed. I'm pretty sure she was killed. She was the... She was Art, the... Uh, she was the... If she was one of the first... I was reading about this earlier. So the first three or four ladies to be... Oh, she wasn't. Yeah, convicted uh, were... The, it was like... I don't remember if she was a slave or if she was freed. But Tichuba... And then there was like three of the women. And basically... She, she, just, she was just went to jail. Yeah, Tichuba... Yeah. Tichuba basically said, yes, I practice witchcraft, but under the influence of those other fucking ladies. Well, and she also so tried the to... So the other ladies all died, and she, she was eventually let go. She also claimed that she wasn't a witch, but she was, uh, but she did uh, participate in a cult ritual. So she was, like, being forced <laughs> to do so type of thing. Well, uh... Yeah, and she was, uh, you know, she was assumed to be, like, a voodoo queen type lady. It'd be, it'd be just, she was, uh, it would be just like how if, if I committed murder. She was out of Barbados. Oh. Caribbean, yeah. She probably... That's probably where our favorite rum is from. Yeah. <laughs> she probably would enjoy oh, I love, nice plantation rum. I love rum. good plantation rum. But, uh, yeah, she was slave for a while. But, yeah, she was the first to be accused of practicing witchcraft in the Salem Witch Trials. And uh, she, uh, she ended up... So yeah, she was convicted and she went to jail for uh, not super long. Uh, well, I know I, I read in so during the Salem witch trials because it spread outside of Salem. Well, yeah, so, uh, that's one thing people don't mention, like talk about, or realize that the Salem witch trials was not just in Salem. It was throughout all Massachusetts. It just started in Salem. But I, I think I, I think I remember so, reading that it was it was something like a hundred people at least she ended up, were tried and like fourteen were actually murdered or like hung. She ended up being um, bought by another owner a year after and being in jail. Like oh. she hasn't served her sentence, but uh, at the cost of her bail, basically they bought her. So they this guy bought her. So they bought her and they couldn't kill her because they didn't own her. Yeah. Or or they would owe or, that or they would owe that guy a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, she was made out to be throughout the centuries to be like this crazy witch, like you know. A lot of these people I've definitely, were actually, I've definitely heard the name, and I don't think it's just from the Salem witch trials that I've heard the name. Well, she's in, she's this in, she's in this new show that's about the Salem witch trials called Salem. Yeah, well, her that character. Makes, that makes sense. She's also. <laughs> 
There's a witch uh, based off of her in the American Horror Story, uh, Coven, uh, the witch oh. one. Uh, she, yeah, she's one of the more famous witches. Um, but yeah, she. Um, there was a play, so the Crucible by um, Arthur Miller. She, oh. uh, she was one of the characters featured in this okay. play. Okay, I know that play. And yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty famous one. I have, I've, she, re I've read through that. In the play, the it was said that she was able to conjure up spirits and that she dabbled that, in sorcery, I think, witchcraft. I and think Satanism. that's where I think that's actually where I know it because I, I've not seen the play, but I, I've read through it um, in school. Yeah, she's when in I, all kinds of when books, I, when plays, I was in movies, high, shows. When I was in high school, so you know, in high school, um, a lot of teachers make pe the kids read the the Scarlet Letter because yeah, it's Nathaniel do. Hawthorne and all that. My teacher decided the Scarlet Letter is a very long and boring book, and we wouldn't pay attention. <laughs> so instead, she made us read uh, Young Goodman Brown, which is another short story by Nathaniel Hawthorne, and she made us read The Crucible. Okay. And which is about... It? I actually read them. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> there are some books in high school I didn't actually read. I just pretended to, but some right. I did. And that, those were ones I actually well, did. Well, in high school, you can get I mean, it was really hard not to read those ones because we spent, like four months on just those two readings like analyzing the hell yeah out at of that them. point you have it, to. it was like it was hard to not read it yeah because <laughs> it was yeah. just we spent so much time. you couldn't like bs your way through that. yeah yeah <laughs> um so uh, another famous witch she's known as the voodoo queen of new orleans Ooh. new orleans sounds uh, spicy marie laveau Ooh, marie laveau laveau uh, she uh, was Creole. Um, she was actually, she was actually really famous. Uh, people would come to talk to her about all kinds of problems, and she was a healer. She was an herbalist. Yeah, so um, like she didn't actually. My, my understanding of like voodoo, like people, is she that was the first within of, their culture, within their community. They are not. They are regarded very highly. They she are, was the first. Uh, she was born uh, free. Okay. Uh, her mother and father were both slaves before, but then they became freed slaves, and then she was born. Okay. And this was in 18, around 1802, I believe. Uh, yeah, early, yeah, 1801, so early 1800s. It's really but fascinating reading about she, the history in, in American slavery and where the, the rare uh, occasion where someone was allowed to actually become free. Well, yeah, you could become free, yeah. Well, most of the time you couldn't. But you could. You had to have a, a master who was willing to let you. Your I master was, would have to let you or you would have to. And then during, you know, obviously during the Civil War, you would just move up to the north. You know, an underground railroad. Railroad. I re recently way. I read a book. It's by uh, Odola Odola Equiano, who was a freed slave in the 1700s, and he was it's a very good book. It's his own account, um, but he was able to buy his own freedom, um, which he did in an extraordinary fast amount of time. His, uh, his he had a master. He finally got sold to a master who said, "Yeah, I'll I'll if you can raise, I think it was like 40 pounds." Which, for the time, was a, was a decent Oh, amount. yeah. Um, he was like, if you can raise this much, you know, as his master also allowed him, was his master was Quaker. Quakers were notoriously anti-slavery. Yeah. But his master had slaves because he was a merchant, and he was like, I can't deny the advantage of it. 
Yeah. But he was very he was pretty good but to he his slaves. Like, he allowed he allo- so he allowed Equiana to actually when they went into port because they were in the Caribbean sailing around when they went to port he allowed Equiana to go and trade and do his That's own cool. thing. So he said if you can raise his money, you can buy your freedom from me for this price, and he did. Yeah. So within like a year. And being a Quaker, <laughs> especially you know this makes sense, but. You know, he was one of those slave owners that we like to try to think about that weren't that bad. It's just like, yeah, I own you, but I'm not going to treat you like a... It's a really... It's a really t- <laughs> I'm not going to treat you in inhumane ways. It's a really tough... But it's already inhumane to own someone. It's, exactly. It's really I tough mean, to... Like, so <laughs> you can have slave... It's, so when you're looking at historical characters... But he wasn't one of the, like, super racist, like... when you're Yeah, when you're looking at historical characters... You have to recognize that Characters. how they were. Yeah, Pe- I mean, these were people. people. That's what we got to remember. You got to recognize these were they, real people. They were people, and you have to recognize how it's not always fair to put our modern opinions onto them. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Although it's a very good exercise to do so, I reckon like you should still do that, but with the knowledge of that's not how it was back then. But it's also really hard. Even though you say, like, someone like Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin, throughout (laughs) his entire life, he owned two slaves. And then even towards the end of his life, he became an abolitionist and was the first person to ever uh, go to Congress and petition to end slavery. Well, yeah, people learn from their mistakes and actually evolve and grow. He actually did some good stuff for abolitionism. And Ben Franklin was also a womanizer. But, yeah, (laughs) you have to also go, but it's really hard to say, despite all that, even though, like, like a lot of the founding fathers. Ben Franklin. A lot of the American, the United States founding fathers were like, they owned slaves. And for their day, they were not bad people. But it's really, really fucking hard to look at them and go, that makes slavery okay? Because no, it wasn't. it's not that it makes it it's, okay, yeah. but <laughs> it's basically like, okay, I can go commit a crime. I could go rob, I could go rob a gas station. And there's yeah. many ways I could go about that. I could just simply rob the gas station, no one gets hurt, and get away with it. Or probably not get away with it. But, or I could go in guns blazing, shoot a bunch of people, and then rob a gas station. So it's still the same crime. Or, yeah. But if you talk about like Andrew Jack. How far are you willing Andrew to go? Like, what's, what's, uh, well, yeah, he was Tom, the worst. Thomas Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson was, was pretty shitty. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I meant Thomas Jefferson. If you talk about Tom, yeah, Thomas Jefferson, so... he owned many slaves. Um, <laughs> and he, if you look at the Man, history. Some of them too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you look at the history and you look at, what other the, the what was going on he treated his slaves pretty well so you can go and look at that and go like well he wasn't that bad but I can't sit here and say that he was good because he fucking owned slaves I mean well like, he that's wasn't still, good in that well like it's 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 a it's really hard tough line to draw there because 200 years from now there's something we could be doing that could be considered bad exactly that we don't even and, realize and does and does that make it okay that we do it now I don't know. That's a if in two hundred if in two hundred years, so like, for example, today we're getting into some philosophy now. <laughs> today, uh, making podcasts is considered okay, but say in two hundred years that's considered like you, you get hanged for making a podcast. 
Does that make it okay it's that we're doing it context. now? It's a different it's, context. And that's where you it, get into moral relativism and all yeah, that sort of it's, shit. It's, we don't want to go open that can of worms. We should not have gone down that can, let's just can get of worms back in the to, first place. Let's get back to the topic. That was a crazy <laughs> little tangent there. Yeah. <laughs> you went all philosoph- so, philosophical and Marie shit. Marie Laveau. She, yeah, she was Catholic. <laughs> and she was never, like, prosecuted or anything as being a witch. But... She has been, and people tried to slander her and stuff because obviously there's a lot of racists in Louisiana now yeah. and at that time, and she was a free black woman, and she was really popular, and a lot of people liked her, so they tried to slander her and say she was into voodoo. Um, and she was very uh, charitable, and she had a good reputation, especially within the black community. And uh, she uh, she ended up marrying... For a little bit, she married this, uh, uh, a white noble Frenchman in Ooh. Louisiana. What was his name? And that was obviously seen as like, oh, his name was Christophe Clompion. You mean you don't mean Christophe? It was Christophe. 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 Well, anyways, he, <laughs> that was not common. Yes. Uh, Interracial relationships. Hell, that um, wasn't legal in the United States until like legal. the 60s. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people tried, they started building up this whole myth that she was this voodoo witch and stuff. And, uh, you know, they started saying that she participated and occult rituals, drunken orgies, and they ended up giving her the nickname of the Voodoo Queen. So she was actually never like a voodoo lady. You know, she practiced some like I mean, the only thing she did was uh, heal. I mean, it sounds like she had some of that culture. Like she was a she was in that culture, but she wasn't like the Cajun like voodoo yeah, culture. But, but she, she wasn't a. But yeah. anyways. Side, side, side note. Legendary. Side note here, because it, it was mentioned, it's really crazy to think that interracial marriage was not was illegal when my parents were born. Dude, it's insane. Within my parents' lifetime is when it became legal in the United States. Back in the sixties. Nineteen sixty-seven. Nineteen sixty-seven. My dad was born in I think sixty-five. My mom was born in sixty-nine. Yeah, but at least within like my dad's lifetime. It's crazy. That right? it's just, just a side note there. Back back to uh, French, French lady. I mean, I don't want to get too political, but don't you love when the government tries to get involved in your personal relationships? I love when the <laughs> government says, hey. It's like, who cares if that guy wants to marry another guy? That's his. That's their choice. Yeah. They're in love. What's wrong with that? It's not affecting you. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, don't get me going. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just fact that interracial interracial relationships were illegal that's just insane to me um, you can only marry a white person if you're white and a black person if you're black yeah that's no mystic. stupid it's so stupid anyways uh yeah she, uh, a lot of people you know believe she was this powerful priestess supernatural abilities and all that jazz and jazz and um and jazz she ended up dying in 1881 lived a long time she was in her 80s 1881 for back then that's really old that's stupid old 
I mean, Pretty most old. people wouldn't live past 45. Well, <laughs> okay, so you have to also, you have to, people don't realize that when they say the life expectancy of someone, say, in the Middle Ages was 45 years old, or in the 1800s was 60 years old. Yeah. That is not the actual life expectancy. That's the average. It's the average, yeah. You yeah. have to take into account. That's what I'm going You on, have to though. take about children not making it past 10 years yeah. old. You have to take into account women dying in childbirth. But either way, I mean. It wasn't that uncommon for people live, to live into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. It just, like, the average enough people died prematurely. Well, it was not yeah. nearly as common as it is now. No, it's, it's, ob- it it's now. obviously more common now. But, like, people have this conception that's like, it was rare to live until you're 80 years old. That's not fucking true. A lot of people lived until they're 80 years old back then. It's just so many people died when they were 30 years old. A lot of people that died it younger. It narrows yeah. out the average. Uh it's, it was still pretty uncommon to live that old back then. It, it was more uncommon than it is now, but... Now, with all the medicine and people antibiotics may, and all that people, stuff... People you know, make it... It's more accurate to say there's a lot of people now that live to be 80 years old yeah. that would have died when they were 25 years old back then. Exactly, yeah. And especially... Because uh, of medicine and all that. And, uh, <laughs> but the people who she, live naturally that long still so, live back then. She... Um, so this whole legend was built around her, and I remember my parents even talked about her because they went to New Orleans a couple of times. Your parents taught you about witches? Yeah. <laughs> Those well, are they. They told me about. I don't. I don't even know if they knew her name. Sounds like your parents are in cahoots with the devil. <laughs> Jason, Michelle, if you're watching but <laughs> or listening, I think you're in cahoots with the devil. But I saw that spider you posted <laughs> okay. on Facebook, Jason. That seems devilish to me. Quite devilish of him. No, <laughs> but anyways, people will leave flowers, tokens, all kinds of stuff at her grave to this day. People still do it because they think they'll get good luck. If that they, sounds uh, like she was a type of lady that in her community she was actually probably if they decorate her grave well liked. Yeah, in her community she was well liked. Yeah, it was just quite frankly the just, white racist just a bunch of racists that go she's obviously great this witch. image of her. Goddamn witches! And this is way after like the witch thing. Oh yeah, with, yeah. Right? Uh, after uh, after the mid 1700s, or definitely after 1800, but after the mid 1700s, witches were not. And witch hunts weren't really. But a thing back, anymore. you know, down in the south, down in Louisiana and stuff, voodoo was a big thing in the culture. So was racism. <laughs> exactly. And the so those two, two combined. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, she. Now the only thing she did that people would question now is that she did own slaves. Interesting. And, but it was not uncommon for freed slaves to end up buying yeah, slaves. Yeah, that's another example of you have to keep in mind. You have to compare it. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing to apply to our modern sensibilities to back then as a thought exercise. But you have to, when you're studying historical figures, keep in mind how they were acting according to their day. Yeah. Um, and their culture. And yes, she did practice and like embrace voodoo culture, but there, like I explained earlier, what we, the modern conception of voodoo is this black magic thing. But really, yeah, it's like the princess and the frog. Like really, voodoo, it's <laughs> it's a mixing of different cultures. That's all it is. It's just a name for. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also uh, nothing. 
nothing it's evil. It comes from a French word. Oh, really? <laughs> Freaking pages. Yeah, there's nothing evil <laughs> about voodoo. Anyway. Um. We're, we're, we're trying to make this a slightly shorter episode than normal. Last so, few, yeah, what you got next? Last few episodes, we've been, uh three hours long let's not let's not make it three hours long explaining yeah that. <laughs> um so we're gonna start wrapping this up but i want to because we've talked about the history of witches yeah i, w- I want to talk about witches in pop culture oh me too halloween now where does all this, all this come into play so obviously you have the wicked witch from the wizard of oz yeah she is the most Iconic image of a witch: green she, skin, pointy nose, big pointy hat, broom. She is credited. The Wizard of Oz is credited as our modern pop culture version image of a witch comes from the Wizard of Oz. No, it's that's not, what I'm saying. She's not just the quintessential uh, image of it. She is the image. Of she a is witch. the image of a witch. Yeah. Um, um, another big one: uh, the Hocus Hocus Pocus witch. Uh, I love. I watched those. I watched that movie like. Uh, last week, I love that movie. It's so it's good, a classic. I, um, I wanted I wanted to mention the Wizard of Oz. Um, so uh, you know the famous witch uh, Margaret Thatcher. I mean, <laughs> Margaret Hamilton. You know we have some UK listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I do you think Margaret Thatcher's a witch? I actually know. don't know a lot about Margaret Thatcher. I respect her. From what I've heard, I respect her. Yeah, she's not a historical figure. I've studied. Yeah, I can't say much either. I, 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 I just know she was she was stern and disciplined and intelligent. I know that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about her views or whatever. So the uh, Wicked Witch of the West, so in the original novel, which a uh, quick side tangent. Also, okay. quick side tangent. Your quick side tangent Since first. Since I mentioned our UK <laughs> listeners, uh, thank you Canadian listeners. You've been there. Yeah, we love, we love you the most. We lo- <laughs> well, More than our American listeners. <laughs> yeah. We love you Canadian listeners. Well, American listeners, listen, that's... That's a given. Every right? parent plays favorites. <laughs> but also, I want to give a shout out to our Argentinian mm. listeners. Uh, yes. I've noticed uh, we have a few of them now. Uh, let us know, and you can be the official Argentinian ambassador to the what? Odd Drunk Podcast. What uh, <laughs> language do they speak in Argentina? Oh, why are you doing this to me, man? Let us know. No. <laughs> Oh, I've got it. Is it Portuguese? It's especially Spanish. Oh, it's so Spanish. So we're going to say... Portuguese ra- is raise up, Raise up your drink, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, salute. Salute. To our Argentinian listeners. And... Ah. Box wine. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and while we're on that topic, um, uh, before we get into the last meat of this episode... Um, We've been, we've been, we don't, we normally don't, but we've been doing it more recently because it, you know, it, we should. Um, Instagram. Follow us yeah, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, check out our Instagram. That's where, like, that's where everything goes. Yeah. Everything related to the episode is going to go on Instagram. Stuff doesn't go on Facebook, too, but not everything on Instagram makes it on Facebook, so Instagram comes first. Follow I just that. find it, just personally, Instagram is the best way for this. Yeah. Uh, follow, more follow people us. will give it attention, you know. Facebook. Now, I have been thinking about creating a Facebook group for the podcast. I like that idea. So we could get our fans to actually communicate with each other and with us. That's a good idea. So I've, look I've, for that in the future. I've also been uh, playing with the idea of making us an actual website. A website? Like, 
our own domain would be dope. We do have our pod. Possibly, website. possibly, but there's also there's also uh, things like Wix, Squarespace, and Square, Squarespace. Squarespace, where where they where it's uh, cheaper than owning a domain. Um, Just but, get the licensing. But it's cheaper than owning a domain, but you can still have your own web space. Yeah. Outside of like Podbean type um, of thing. Um, but yeah. follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us first on Instagram, and, foremost, and then if you like listening to this, yeah, follow <laughs> us on Facebook too, because all you know. Facebook, Instagram is where all of our posts go, but Facebook, you will still get the updates about new episodes yeah. and such. Uh, um, so if that's convenient for you, follow us on there as well. Well, really, if you want to hear us and you don't, and Instagram, follow us for more information, images, pictures, whatever. On Instagram, you'll get all our fun posts. All our fun posts. Facebook, then, you'll get all just the episodes get posted. Yeah, <laughs> pretty um, much. But also subscribe if you. I mean, if you enjoy this. Uh, sub- or follow us on Spotify, uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, whatever you use. I mean, uh, yeah, we have most bases covered. We're on Amazon now. We're on Google Podcasts now. We're even on iHeartRadio. Are we? I didn't know that. We are. <laughs> if you Google the Odd Drunk Podcast, iHeartRadio is one of the links. Are you serious? Up. We are on iHeartRadio. I remember I submitted us which, to be on that like months ago. Which is where the Ron Burgundy podcast is on. Is it? We're on the same platform as the Ron Burgundy podcast. There you go. Yeah, yeah, virtually where you find any podcasts, all the mainstream sites, you can find us. Yeah. Our base is pretty well covered. So find us. We don't don't always plug our social media and stuff, but we have to every once in a while. And let us know. Like, we need more communication of... Give us a review. Give us a rating. Direct message message us. us. We, We will read it. Message me on Instagram. If it's an especially uh, stupid message, we might ignore it. <laughs> but if you have any ideas, whatever. But keep in just, mind, ideas and commentary is not stupid to us. No. Stupid is spam. Yeah, like all you fembots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but don't if, be sending if, us if a you, link to your... Hell, if you have suggestions for podcast topics, Seriously. send it to us. We want. We love the communication. We'll, 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 and we will probably even respond. And I appreciate all our uh, like dedicated listeners and um, followers on Instagram. I notice you. So, yes. Maybe sometime in the future, we'll be doing some more for you guys. We'll do something for you, and and for for now, we'll we have thrown around the idea of uh, starting a Patreon. Yes. That's when you can get special goodies, but. That's uh, still in the works. That's still in the works. We're uh, we're not quite at the point where we have enough followers to I think pull that off. If we could get it started. We could pull it off. Yeah, we'll but see. That's in the works. But wait for, on that. for now, we'll say a cheers to you. Here, we'll just cheers we'll, to all our we'll, listeners. We'll do our classic cheers. Do you know it? You remember it? The lighthouse thing. Well, not. The, oh, we could do that. Do you want to do that? What's the classic one? Me and Caleb and you. Salacha, prost, and all good things. And all good things. There you go. It's been so long since That's, that one. Yeah. I still don't really know how to pronounce it properly, but it works. Salacha. Salacha. I I'm 99 sounds sure. like sriracha. I'm 99 percent sure I'm mispronouncing it. It's <laughs> it's Gaelic. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. So let's wrap the witches up. Yeah. So we were talking about witches. We were talking about the wicked witch of the west. So west. yeah, that's a big one, obviously. Um, I want to. I I did. I did. I looked at her. Up the Wicked Witch a little bit, yeah. Um, so the the image of the uh, green witch that was from the movie, yeah. 
So and and people don't that's real- the first I've seen it. People don't realize there had been uh, several other movie adaptations of the book before um, the nineteen thirty nine movie came out. Really, and like all silent films and stuff. Or like- one of them, at least one of them, was a silent film. Yeah, like in nineteen ten. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> um, and um, also a thing I re- didn't realize is the author of the original book, the one from Wizard of Oz, wrote something like thirteen sequels. There's straight up a Wizard of Oz universe, like expanded oh, yeah. universe. Which uh, side tangent? The the play Wicked. That was before Tolkien. That was before Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, side tangent, the play Wicked, as much as I do like that musical, I've, I've seen it live. It's very good. Um, it fucks with Wizard of the Oz lore so fucking much. Because it takes the side of the witch, right? Well, because it's not a continuation of the lore, it's a retelling of their own ideas. Through the eyes of the witch. Not just through the eyes of the witch. I mean, the author... Oh, I see. It's a complete so it's retelling. Like a completely they, there's actual inconsistencies between... Completely different take. The The main example that I remember when I first saw Wicked live, that I remember was the, in Wicked, they explained the origin of the Tin Man. He was okay. in love with the Wicked Witch of the East. And Glinda, right? Glinda, Glinda's, no, the, Glinda's good the good one. Wicked Witch of the East, the East is the one is that gets, cr- she she gets, gets crushed, crushed in the beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, so she, he was in love with her. And she has the sparkly shoes. She has the sparkly yeah. shoes, yeah. So he was in love with her, and it was something like uh, she turns him into the Tin Man, but he can't have a heart because, like, love or some shit like that. I don't yeah. remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. Yeah, the Tin Man didn't um, have a heart. Scarecrow didn't have a brain. In, and the Lion didn't have courage. In The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, the, the Tin Man explains how he became the Tin Man. He was chopping wood. And the Wicked Witch of the West came along, and as he was chopping wood, used her spell to make him chop off his own leg. Yeah. So he replaced it with, he went to the tin maker, replaced it with tin. Then she came along, made him chop off his own other leg, and etc. and so forth, until he was completely made of tin, and the tin maker forgot to make him a heart. Yeah. That's the actual origin of the tin man. They changed it for Wicked. So that's just, <laughs> anyway, that's a side tangent. But the Wicked Witch of the West was, is is the basis for pretty much all pop culture witches nowadays. Although in recent years, there's been a surge of filmmakers and writers um, trying to pay homage to the original idea of witches, like in well, Christianity and medieval Europe. We and talked Salem about Witch one trials. of his movies, The Lighthouse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Edgar, um, Robert Eggers. Yeah. He did, before The Lighthouse, he did The Witch, The Vovitch, The like yeah. the two V's that make the W. Yeah. <laughs> it's the witch. And that's uh I recommend it if you're into if you're into like thrillers, horror movies, it's I've not seen that, but it's a very I don't I mean it's supposed to be accurate because you know he likes using authentic costumes, sets. The Lighthouse stuff. is one of the most historically authentic films I've ever and seen. And so is the so, witch. It's so and it's set during the era of the Salem witch trials, I think a little bit before then. And basically, this family thinks they're being stalked by this witch, and it plays into mass hysteria, uh, Christianity, all this stuff, like how the power of belief can really add on to these things. And There's a lot of when you look up stories about witches throughout uh, history. There's a lot of stories of, from the perspective of the not the people who aren't the witch, 
who are suspecting some other thing. Well, what's really cool about the movie, the one of the main characters, she's uh, a girl coming into her womanhood. Mm-hmm. And um, she starts being accused of being a witch just because of that, because she's maturing and stuff, basically. Oh, God. <laughs> and, um, I won't give any spoilers, but I, yeah, I recommend it. It's got some good scares. It's got a goat. It's got um, <laughs> everything you would want in a witch movie. What is your favorite but, pop uh, culture witch of all time? Another big uh, witch in the modern spectrum, Oh yeah, you could say, is the Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. That's... The Blair Witch Project, you know, one of the first found footage films, or <laughs> the big one. And, you know. Definitely it, not the first, but it's the most well known. It's the most well known. It's, it's, it's one of the more pioneering. It's not the first, but it's, it's it pioneering. It really kicked off that genre. Um, and uh, the Blair Witch. I'm not a fan, but I can't deny its importance as a film. Well, and the Blair Witch has, like, all this lore to it, too. Like, they yeah. developed, which is pretty cool. Um,. You know, she lives in the woods and stuff. And apparently, like, part of her origin story that she was uh, tied up to a tree by, you know, all the uh, religious zealots, you know. And she was tied to a tree and just left in the woods. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a big one. Um, you know, you have the original movie and you have a couple really bad ones, like, even worse than the original. And then... And then you have this new one, Blair Witch, which is pretty, it's all right. And the original, when, when I first watched it, I was really young. I was like five or six. And um, my sister convinced me that it was real. <laughs> <laughs> and for the longest time, I thought it was real. God damn it. And it really messed with me. I was like, I just watched these people that got, die. Like, that guy was peeing in the corner, and, and then he died. I was like, I remember, I remember the... Uh... You know the guy that's standing in the corner at the end? Yeah. I always like to think he's peeing. <laughs> That's good. Like he doesn't know what's going like, on. I, He's just I remember watching watching Poltergeist. Poltergeist. When I, when I was a kid, and you know the legend that the bones in the swimming pool were real human yeah. bones. I fucking believed that when I was a kid. When I heard that, I and well, it freaked me out. I, I don't Turns, know if it's been has it been de- debunked. I think I'm pretty sure it's been debunked. That's not true. Uh, I want it to be true. But I believed it when I was a kid, and it fucking freaked me out. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have the Hocus Pocus witches. And then, what's the most recent witch? Uh, most recent witch? Uh, Harry Potter? Yeah, Harry Potter. So, Hermione. Harry, Harry Potter. Hermione. Yeah. Uh, Ron Weasley. I guess he's a wizard. I don't know. Yeah. but you, you can, Witches you, and wizards. Same idea. It's uh, it's become a thing where like the the difference between a witch and a wizard and a warlock are kind of the same thing in pop culture. Yeah. Unless you go into D and D and then they're different classes. <laughs> they have different specs. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard gets magic missile and then the warlock gets incantation plus six. <laughs> I I know. I'm looking through a list of you know uh, pop culture. Um, yeah, the big ones. Witches. The Disney. Is full of witches. Uh, well, yeah, Hocus Pocus. That Hocus is Disney, Pocus, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um, I mean Snow White. Well, yeah, the the witch. The, yeah, she gave her the apple and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the which which also you know Snow White. So the the evil queen witch slash witch. She well, the, was the queen the witch or she hired the witch. No, she was the witch. She, she was. She the transformed witch. into the witch. Oh. Um, so she, her whole thing is she wanted Snow White's beauty, but if she has the abilities to transform 
into an evil hag, does she not have the abilities to transform into a beautiful lady? Well, she is already a beautiful lady when she's the queen. Yeah. But she's... then she asks the mirror, who's the fairest of them all? And she's jealous. And the mirror says Snow White is. Oh, right. Okay, so sure, her goal is to just get rid of Snow White, so she's the fairest. Yeah. Uh, I see. Because she okay. can't become more fair yeah. than Snow White. Because <laughs> um, I guess if you're naturally beautiful, even magic can't beat that. Uh, so, real quick, before we wrap everything up, I want to walk you through some tests. Okay. That would be done to determine if you're a witch. Very Monty Python style. Okay. So. <laughs> to see if we would be burned in the Middle Ages? One of them is the swimming test. Um, <laughs> Can I swim? <laughs> and they would be tossed in water, stripped of their... Uh, is, that, is that actually the test? Like if, like no, if seriously. I could swim? They would be tossed in the water to see if they would sink or float. Well, spoilers. <laughs> I can swim. According to this logic... Since a witch is like Monty Python, seriously, since a witch is made of wood and they would float, a normal person would sink <laughs> like a stone, even though that's not how that works. We do float. <laughs> well, some people float, some people don't. So when that's I true. when I was in high school, yeah. when I was in high school, I took scuba diving. I've never had like an issue of that. Well, when I was in high school, I took scuba diving courses, and one of the first things I do, I guess you have to know how to float. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Some people just do it naturally. So yeah. when, when I was taking scuba diving courses, one of the first things they did when we were in the pool was they say, without any gear on, just in your swim trunks, jump in the water, hold your breath, don't tread water. And oh. basically to see who who's floats and who doesn't. Um, some people, I had, I had a friend in high school where I swear he could hold his breath and he would actually be able to float with his nose above the water line. Oh yeah, just he like was just buoyant enough to do that. Buoyant. I went, I go straight to the fucking bottom, which is good for scuba diving, because uh, that's yeah. the point. You want to go to the bottom. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but some some people float better than other people. So yeah, they would see if they can pray right. They would see if uh, they would do a a touch test, and basically, if there was like a reaction, they would deduct that they were a witch. Like what doctors do with a little hammer? Yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> um, uh, you have um, witch cakes. Uh, witch cake was supernatural dessert used what? to identify suspected evildoers. What? In cases of mysterious illness or possession, witch hunters would take a sample of the victim's urine, mix it with rye meal and ashes, and bake it into a cake. What the fuck? The stomach-turning concoction was... Then fed to a dog, the familiars are animal helpers of witches, in the hope that the beast would fall under its spell and reveal the name of the guilty sorcerer. What the hell? So they make these crazy cake out of people's piss. Oh, God. And then feed it to their dog and then see if the dog will say if they're a witch or not. That sounds insane. You know, from all of this, I'm getting... Oh, and, uh, the witch's mark, so they would look for the mark. The mark of Satan, the oh, mark right. of the beast. That, that you know, for, from all one. of this, I'm getting, I'm getting an idea. Like, if you had an extra nipple, I had a friend that had three. Really? If you had an extra nipple, you'd be considered a witch. Oh. Yeah. I this is this all this talk about. I won't like, name his name. How he had three? Was it Jarrett? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would have been funny if he was. Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, all. 
All this I'll talk about how to identify witches give me an idea for either a D&D or a straight to VHS one-shot campaign of you're in a village and there's a witch and you have to find out who the witch who's is. Who's sus, right? Who's the witch? Like Among Us. Yeah. Did you see that AOC played Among Us on a live stream? I've not. Senator? No. Alexandria. I'll have to check that out, Oscar though. That sounds, that sounds She played fun. it. She played with, like, Pokemon and stuff. That sounds fun. I'll check that out, uh, maybe. They would also do pricking and scratching tests. Um, they had these pamphlets that told you, uh, basically, they had these needles where they would repeatedly stab and prick at the accused person's flesh until they <laughs> discovered us. Basically, until they bled. So if they bled, they were like, ah, oh, witch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very barbaric and um, very non-scientific. <laughs> non-scientific and just like fear-based. Yeah. Uh, you know, claiming that these people are witches and stuff. And like we said, it is very much um, uh, just a case of misogyny and sexism. Pretty uh, much. And, and, and women that threaten when, the patriarchy. When the when a village was deciding who, if someone was a witch or not, it was almost always a man decided oh yeah yeah anyway let's wrap this up before I, we wrap it up yeah i just want to ask remarks. i want to ask you one more question yeah who is your favorite witch who is my favorite witch real life or pop culture man uh a lot of a lot of witches to i like from. scarlet witch Scarlet Witch is pretty cool. She's cool. She's, she's not really a wick. Well, uh, she counts. She was witch. When she was witch magic, she would definitely be burned <laughs> at the stake back in the Middle Ages if they could catch. If they could <laughs> if they catch, could her. catch her. Yeah. yeah. Um, she. I think she's my second choice, but obviously my first is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Of she's course. she's pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, Bewitched. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, you have a and yeah, the Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus witches. witches. I really like Sarah Jessica Parker in that because her character is just like really dumb and horny the whole time. <laughs> and and that's how I like them. <laughs> she's just. <laughs> I think there's even a part in the movie where they're like they're trying to do something. They turn around. And she's like making out with some guy that she found, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, knock it off." Dumb and horny. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, that was a pretty good episode. And we, yeah, and we learned Colton's a kitchen witch. A kitchen witch. I have to wonder what type of witch you are. Well, we're just going to leave that as a mystery. I'll have to leave that. Maybe it'll be answered in the next one. Yeah. It well, may, I maybe think, we'll answer that. I think we should wrap this up. Let's, let's do it. All right. Play the song. Now. Jackson and Colton, and sometimes Tristan too.